our relationship has changed, not between you and me, but the relationship that we have with cannabis. Remember when people are like, shh, you want to uh, be interested? Or shh, don't talk about that. That's that's something that's really wrong. Now there's a cannabis store on every corner, right? And, you know, to be honest, we're all adults here and it's legal. I go away with my girlfriends on a weekend and um, a cannabis gummy is as common as a bottle of wine. And we, you know, we practice cannabis use responsibly. It's not all the time, but, you know, we do have a good time. We laugh a little bit uh, and we're responsible. But I was absolutely floored when I saw this article about cannabis use and hospitalizations and how they're up uh, five years after legalization. And it's not from people getting really high and doing dumb things. But Canadians using cannabis has increased by 25% since it was first legalized. It's actually not where I thought it would be. I thought a lot more people would have embraced it. Uh, But hospitalizations are on the rise, not from people getting stoned and getting injured. It's because of psychosis. Yeah. Cannabis-induced psychosis. And in fact, I was floored to find out that when cannabis was first legalized, some labels on packages including included warnings that regular use can increase the risk of psychosis and schizophrenia. What the what? Are you kidding me? They were phased out in April 2019 before I even darkened the door of a legal cannabis store. Because, you know, I'm like other people. I take a little bit of time to get used to it. It's like, yeah, knock yourself out. You used to have to have a guy and now you can go in and buy it legally, but I'm not there yet. I don't you know, have the need. But now there's become more commonplace. Sure. I pop into Tokyo Smoke here and then. And I'll grab like a, a cannabis drink. No, I'm not going to drink alcohol this week. And I'll have one cannabis drink and, and just mellow out. And I don't think that's too unusual. But I do think it's weird to find out that now we don't have these labels on our packages. Why? Well, they figured it was time to change and refresh the mem- the uh, message. I think basically, you know, the reason that it's legal cannabis is to kill the black market and also to make a little bit of money in the meantime. I don't want to scare us. It's a money-making prospect. Why would they want to scare us? But there are some people, including um, doctors that did the study that showed that, yeah, if you are a certain age, especially young men, possible connections are being found between cannabis products with high-potency THC and harmful health effects, particularly with young men. You should be aware of this. So they're saying, listen, we should put these warnings back on the labels. Here to talk about it, I'd like to welcome onto the show Yona Budd, performance coach and therapist and host of At Your Best, 11 p.m. Saturday nights on 640 Toronto and friend of mine, I'd like to say. Yona, welcome to the Kelly Cotrera Show. Welcome back, my friend. Nice to be here. Yes, you are my friend. Absolutely. Yona, are you noticing more people saying, you know, I used to smoke marijuana and I thought it was okay and now I'm hearing voices? Because that's one of the hallucinations. It's auditory uh, coming into your practice. Is this something you're noticing and is it more common with young men? Um, so it's a great question. So it's certainly more common amongst teenagers. Um, I, I see uh, probably 60% of my youth practice was male and 40% female. So I'd say the balance is somewhat there. Uh, I can't say it's a more male dominated thing. Uh, but, you know, what I'm finding is that there are people that just don't tolerate both kids and adults, uh, certainly adults, that just can't tolerate the potency uh, of today's marijuana. And whether it's a psychotic break for them or a psychotic, you know, um, issue for them or episode, 
or whether they just feel crappy or get, you know, I see a lot of people that find themselves paranoid and anxious and, and feeling down, you know, like this. So a lot of different types of negative mental health effects uh, depends on the person more so than the weed. I know that you're, you know, I mean, you're all about uh, being healthy, especially, you know, mind and body. So uh, your advice probably is to step away from it entirely. Um, I find that whenever I've gone into Tokyo Smoke and I'm looking for like the lowest dose of a cannabis drink, the guy will go, I don't have that, uh, but here's an option. Why don't you just drink half? And I'm like, well, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> Why doesn't that work for you? Well, because I... Now we're going to, now, am I lying down on a couch all of a sudden in front of millions no, of people? No, okay. Just no, curious no, question. I, why you just because, I, you know, those, I'm right? opening it and I'm like, because I don't like to waste things. So I'm like, well, it's open. Okay. I should probably, I don't want that. And I don't want it to go, I think it's probably a pop thing. Like I don't want it to go flat, but uh, I don't, I don't ever buy it anyways. I'm like, yeah, that's too much for me. If I open it, I want it to be a low dose because I want to enjoy the whole drink. And that's the only drink I'm having. Yeah, I get it. So, you know, getting back to that, the, the, the issue is more so with consumption for people who really don't have an idea of how much to consume. Right. Um, and there's not a not a great deal of help at the counter when you get to most of the cannabis stores. Uh, there are a few in Toronto that I send patients to for CBD products and such that get great care in terms of understanding mental health issues. But, you know, what people don't understand is if you already have a predisposition for some funky mental health, you know, um, and you can, sometimes you see it with, you can see it with alcohol. Sometimes, you know, alcohol can, can trigger people to feel, uh, to feel, uh, paranoid and uncomfortable and certainly depressed. It's a big, you know, big issue with depression. Yep. Um, it depends on your body chemistry and, and THC, uh, for, is not for everybody. And certainly 25, 30, 35, 40% THC is certainly not for the faint of heart. Yeah, I I was just looking here. The cannabis industry calls it Cannabis 2.0. These products are, even without getting into edibles, nearly every, all the cannabis today is much stronger than it was a decade ago because when you're talking about uh, plants that grow, I think the THC level is somewhere around 2%, but genetically modified plants are cultivated to boost that percentage. So what we're doing is, you know, even if you used to smoke it when you were younger, yeah, and I'm now experimenting with it, I'm in my 60s or, or 70s or whatever, it's not the same stuff. Oh, no, not even close. So, you know, we're looking at, you know, so what's the reason? The reason is you, you pay to get higher. You know, the people that are selling marijuana are selling marijuana to get you high. They're not selling marijuana to get you to feel better, right? Like it's not a, a medical thing for them for the most part. So the highest, you know, you can have infused marijuana. So it's infused with resins and other kinds of things that get a potency up to 48, 50, sometimes as high as 50%. That's an, un, an ungodly amount of THC for someone to take, especially if they're not you know, familiar with it, or if they don't have some kind of, of, uh, of, uh, you know, buildup, some kind of, of, of tolerance for it. Right. So the stuff is just getting high. It, the THC values are getting higher and higher. And like most people, you're like most people, they don't want to have a half a gummy. They don't smoke half a joint. Uh, when you're buying, you know, you're buying pre-rolled joints, there's all kinds of up, uplifted, uh, increased levels of THC. So the stuff that's out there is really, super potent and we just don't know that we think it's you know back to the cheech and chong days right. uh you grow it in the backyard roll it up in a in, in a you know in a piece of paper and call it a day it's, it's not like that anymore these are actually you know as far as i'm concerned they need to be treated for many people like a narcotic 
Well, because and if your if your mental health isn't good, you're you're done. And the crazy thing is, is you might not know you are predisposed to some sort of right. mental health issues right. when you're in your early years. I think this is really important for parents listening to. Because, right. you know, it's it's very easy for your, you know, it's legal. So you're 18, you're 19, you're 20-year-old to get their hands on it, and they're going to use it. And in some cases, you know, they're going to use it with you. Uh, you have to have a good conversation about how they're feeling. Yeah, so I'm a big believer in putting a toe in before you put the foot, whole foot in and then the whole body. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think if someone is listening to me and their kids are trying to to experiment with, with marijuana or themselves, uh, take a couple of, take a, you know, smoke a, if, it's, if you're okay to smoke, um, smoke a, a hit or two, like take a puff or two and then put it away. If it's a gummy that you're trying, take whatever size that gummy is and cut it into three pieces and only do the first third and sit with that for three hours because sometimes it takes that long. Uh, that's a big problem with edibles, right? Yeah, like for sure. It, no, I'm not getting off. No, I'm not getting off. Next thing you have three times as much, it all catches up and you're you know off like Jack the Bear all night long um, and not in a good way sometimes. It's overwhelming. So uh, for a lot of people, they feel overwhelmed by too much THC. Uh, and if it's a drink like you're talking about, put it in something resealable. Right, like pour it from the can into something resealable that has a bit of a, a you know a cap on it that'll hold the 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 the, the fizz in it if it's mm -hmm. a fizzy drink. Take a couple of sips, two three sips, and try it. Now these are for beginners, right? These are for people that have never used marijuana before or are coming back to it twenty years later. Yeah, but there's a it's scary not the same weed you had up north. No, right? and it's a scary situation. There's a kid that was you know in this article I was reading. He's 23 now. He's got schizophrenia and he says that he believes that it was triggered by his dope smoking and he started out low and then he kept increasing and and chasing the high did it on the daily. I mean, let's get back to, you know, moderation, right? Um Yeah, well, for sure. Anything in moderation is probably okay unless it's not okay. Unless you notice that you are feeling as you say jittery, anxious, depressed, then you know that you can't do that. We're dealing right. with it's brain not, chemistry. It's not for everybody, right? It's not yeah. for, you know, hard alcohol is not for everybody. They can drink beer, but as soon as they drink a spirit, they're like a different kind of person. Um, you know, it, I think for everything we do in life, food and exercise, everything, there needs to be moderation so that it doesn't consume us entirely. So moderation with things like this um, are critical. And it's very likely that people are sitting with with stuff that's unsettled, you know, parents that I talk to about kids that end up in with alcohol-induced uh, schizo, you know, schizophrenia or yeah. alcohol-induced uh, psychosis disorder and different kinds of things like that, I, I ask them, okay, well, what were they like before they were smoking weed? And for the most part, I would say they had some level of uh, unsettled uh, mental health. Maybe they were more anxious. Maybe they're more withdrawn. Uh, maybe they were likely to not be able to focus as much, whatever. There were likely some kind of predisposition. So my guess is that their mental health wasn't settled before they smoked the first joint. And like, you know, you got to know, you got to be honest with yourself. If it doesn't make you feel good like it's supposed to do, don't do it. Yona, thank you so much for joining me. Really appreciate your time, and I'll look forward to uh, listening to the program this weekend. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Welcome Cheers. back. Thank you. Yona Bud, performance coach, therapist, and host of At Your Best, 11 p.m. Saturday nights on 640.